we start, uh, did you, uh, you, you see, you see the, the loss that Subway took today? A giant L. Footlong yeah. L, if you will. Oh, footlong L. That's tough. I <laughs> hate that I alley-ooped that to you and didn't even see it. Man, I would have definitely made that reference before you. Like, for sure. was not going to let you beat me out the punch like that. For sure. Wow. Yeah, so now when you hear like your students say, let's get this bread, they're not talking about Subway. No, no, no. Yeah. Mm. So supposedly in Ireland, they uh, Supreme Court, they ruled it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is this like all the bread or like is the flat bread included? I, I think it's all their bread. Apparently, it's tough. It, it, they um, ruled it contained too much sugar. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah imitation bread. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah. So Ireland, Ireland Supreme Court ruled that Subway's bread had too much sugar to be considered real bread. Imitation bread, bro, that's crazy, and it's it's high quality bootleg bread. <laughs> just think of welcome to the Coast Witches podcast. I just remembered um, <laughs> um, before we because I literally just started talking. Um, Code Switches Podcast, episode number 27. Two, yeah, I am LJ. I'm here with one of my best friends, Tony. What's up, bro? What up, though? What up, though? Hey, we appreciate y'all listening to us. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you are here listening to us, and we do not ever, ever, ever take that for granted. I promise we will get to... Plumus? Is Plumus a word? Uh, uh, never mind. Is hard I promise. Yeah, promise. There's an mm-hmm. R in there. I promise. Yeah. Um, to we're gonna get to some important stuff in a minute, but r- before before we even get into that, how how are you, Tony? Are you good, bro? Man, Copacetic? you know, I'm, I'm eating I'm, Subway. Nah, nah. You know, I'm off that no. bread thing right now. Well, um, it's not bread. Well, that's true. So you know, but I'm also yeah. off that sugar thing. So still disqualified. Uh, okay, <laughs> got it. Well, you gotta wait for the next bootleg bread they're gonna yeah, roll out. Right. Right. I got you. I got some some Italian herbs and cheese. Yeah. I don't think they can sell it at Subway. <laughs> yeah, it's actually too authentic. It's right. too pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't, they don't do uncut bread. They actually stretch their bread. Ah yeah. <laughs> uh, man, if you would have told me, I would have made a, a bread drug parallel today on the <sighs> Coach with this podcast. Wow. I would would not have known. Would not have known. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw that about that earlier today, and I was like, you know what? It don't even fit the docket. I'm still going to talk about no, it. No, we had to. We had to. Exactly. Had to. So it's like everything else there imitation, too? Like the ham and the lettuce? and Because I really, I rock with, like, the Chipotle, the Chipotle steak and cheese, but I know it's not, like, 100% real steak. Like, I knew that going into it. Yeah. It's kind of like going to Taco Bell for Mexican. Yeah. It's like, it's not really Mexican for real. But it's three thirty in the morning, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. you do what you have to do. And Subway's steak is like chip beef. So yeah, yeah. it's like shredded chip beef yeah. kind of yeah, thing. It's, it's, I don't think it's from a real cow at all. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a calf. No, that's still a cow. It's oh, like not. a baby cow. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that would suck. Man, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. Peter thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they already had. They already have enough trouble with former spokespeople being in jail. So you know, ha ha ha, the Jared reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> you 
It you know what's crazy? I, I think I've told you this, but the cipher I did last year, uh, for fresh produce, um, they had like a whole bunch of folks there and it was like a, a acclaimed cipher where people basically came to hear these folks rap, right? Yeah. And I was part of that. Yeah. And I had a whole scheme, like and I said something to the effect of bars are heavy and I stand behind them, but not like the subway spokesperson, right? Yeah. And and no, that's not the funny part, right? Four months later. I get a random text from my, my sister and she's like, yo, so your, your your nephew's been going around saying he's not like the subway spokesperson for the last three hours. And I don't know where he got that from. And I was like, oh, I might. <laughs> I was like, I might. I might know where that came from. My so bad. that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out to that. Um, that's funny. Yeah, bro. That's funny. Uh I actually haven't um I haven't played them in a while in, in games either. But you see you see the new Smash Bros. character. Do you care? I mean, um, hold up, hold, wait, wait a minute, pump your brakes. Did you just ask me okay. if I care about Smash Brothers? All right, man. I just bro, I was just asking a question, bro. What? All right, look, this hostility, bro. What's what? going on? You all right? You want to talk about it? That's one I was of the just first a question, games bro. that we bonded over, like for real. I know, I know, but you know that was a while ago. I ain't know if the fire still burned yes. or the soul still burned, yes. like on some Soul Calibur junk, yes. right? You know, even though I don't okay. have a Switch, which I'm still mourning by the day because it's gonna be longer before I get one because you know next gen's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. But um, I mean, it's cool, man. You can get some practice in uh, uh, with uh Steve from Minecraft, which is free on Game Pass. So, uh, I'm sorry, what? So today <laughs> they had a conference and they announced everyone was thinking it was gonna be Dante from Double May Cry because uh-huh. it's been like rumored for the longest. Uh-huh. And so I've watched so many reactions today of people seeing the trailer and getting to the part where the 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 walls busted out and then you see Steve like uh, in his pixelated glory. And I've seen so many people that just burst out laughing or look super disappointed. Like they want to cut off their stream. <laughs> My favorite reaction has been this one dude named TK breezy. Uh, he's like a commentator for smash and he, um, he just saw it and just bust out laughing for two minutes straight. Uh, I saw Maximilian, he just literally said, I don't blank and believe this and just covered his mouth for five. I, I've, all of his videos, he just talks the entire time. Uh-huh. I've never heard Max speechless for like five minutes. Wow. Where he's just he's just sitting there just holding his mouth. And I'm just like, yeah, you're kind of mad, huh? Trying to figure out a way to not alienate your people that's in the chat. that like Minecraft, huh? Yeah, it's tough, huh? Golly. It's uh. <sighs> Yeah, I think it's probably because don't you have to pay for the new characters? Well, yeah, it's part of the DLC packs, so you can buy the characters a la carte, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I think I said that right. Um, yeah, I didn't. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Because I know immediately, I know immediately somebody's gonna hear this and be like, "It's actually kind." Like, shut up! All right, I know, I know. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but um. Yeah, you can buy or buy it as part of a pack. I think they have like a DLC Fighters Pass right now where it's uh where they're announcing like a couple more characters too. Okay. So that they they gonna so, throw them in with some others. They're not just gonna be like, hey, you this the only way you can get them is if you buy them individually because Ah nah, be, nah. Nintendo's pretty accessible with those uh numbers. Yeah. yeah, Nintendo's pretty accessible with stuff like that. What they yeah. normally do, they make the they honestly charge two less for the characters. 
Yeah. Being completely honest, like it's like five bucks for the kid, maybe six. Oh wow! But I, but I've seen other games that have characters that do way more. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, way less, and the price would be way more. Like, oh, that DLC character's ten bucks. Oh, this Looking one's fifteen. And I'm Instinct. like, you've got to relax. We got to get Killer Instinct back. <laughs> All right, I don't want any negative slander to come out about Killer Instinct. I need it to just be revived first. <laughs> and then we'll talk about that trash music, that trash uh, money policies. I mean, but right, not right now, not right okay, now. Okay, like okay, just, I'll just about that right now. Because I love the game. I love table it. that. I Play Killer Instinct, guys. <laughs> Ignore that part. Because <laughs> I need that game to come back for the new Xbox Series, please. <laughs> don't forget about us, yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. <sighs> yeah. So, I guess you got anything else joyful to talk about before we get into this this stupid stuff? Oh. You're waiting, getting rescheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. It's October first. Thirty days to the wedding. Yeah, yes. it's kind of wild. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm hyped again. It's like, hey, yeah. we'll just be in there masked up if we got. To. I'm gonna be masked up anyway. But still. I mean, yeah. We, we, everybody getting one of those. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, do we are are we getting like masked like made or am I just gonna just wear like no, a Charlie Brown joint? Word. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Does it does it match my tie, or does it match like the? It's the gonna colors? match the overall aesthetic. Yes. Mm, yeah. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay, I didn't know that. That's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yes, sir. How you feeling about that, man? I'm excited. It's it's you know. I meant the mask. Oh. No, the the <laughs> masks are the masks are good. Yeah, okay, know. great, and also your wedding, I guess. Oh yeah, no, no I mean no, no, the masks are good. The masks are. You know, mandatory and a good thing. Um, you know how we're gonna keep everybody safe. Um, right. Hanging off the left ear. Can't wait. <laughs> Wrapped behind your head. Yeah. You know, tucked under. Might your be an actual visor for me. <laughs> I might poke a hole in it. <laughs> Got to be able to see the action. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'm very excited <laughs> about the wedding. You know, it's a lot. Dealing. This yeah. is the second lead up to the wedding we've dealt with, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot. Yeah. But um, you know, just eager for it to get here. Um, right. got a, had a little bit of a setback, unfortunately, because of things that happened this year. Uh, we're gonna have to wait and take a honeymoon next year. But mm, yeah, uh, that's fine. We'll we'll still get to take it. So you know. cool. As long as y'all get to actually get away from everything and enjoy each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause that was one of the things. Honestly, me and uh, me and Alicia, we didn't really get to do like that. Yeah. But we at the time though, when we got married, we were going out like every weekend, so it didn't really feel like it. Right. Um, it's not until like this year where I realized, like, yo, I don't think we've had like a whole week and a half to just chill with each just other, be with each other. Yeah. 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 And it bothers me a yeah. lot. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's something actively working on. Yeah, so it's, like it's if you get a chance man. to do that to just disengage and just enjoy each other like yeah you should yeah. I think that's a great idea facts facts yeah yeah so and then COVID's made it trash to travel right now so that's a thing right you know a lot of places being like nah y'all ain't coming here right which is right. wild to me so. <laughs> a lot of Americans yeah. don't know how to deal with that you know places haven't ever been where like no Americans can't come here Bro, all we had to do was follow instructions. That's it, man. Like it, it, 
But then I think about it and I'm like, you know what? If people don't even know how to properly return a shopping cart. Nope. Then there's no way they're going to be able to wear a mask. That's why I was just going to say, you say all we had to do was follow instructions, but you just chose the hardest thing for Americans to do. Yeah, because like, of them knowing their rights mm-hmm. and, and, and all of this extra frivolous stuff, mm-hmm. which basically is just coded for, I want to do what I want to yeah. do, Freedom regardless of who it yeah. affects. You ain't telling me what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the shopping cart theory, right? No. Okay, so the shopping cart theory, right. Uh, and I actually saw this recently. Matter of fact, I'll tell the story first. Um, so I was I was at Aldi. Okay. Um, I saw a lady. Um, were there me rats? and her were walking out at the same time. And um, and I returned my cart. Like, I went to the my uh, went to the vehicle, put my groceries in, was about to return my cart, had a little bit of issues getting through one of the cars. So I'm like, all right, I'll walk around. Mm-hmm. I saw another white lady there. She had the same issue. Instead of walking around, she literally left the cart in between the two cars, got in her Scion and drove off. Yo. So I grabbed her cart and pulled it out and then returned both cars. And I kept her quarter (laughs) because that's my payment. Um so, but no, nah, the shop. The reason why I say that, and I disinfected the quarter because I figured if she was dirty enough to leave the cart there, she's super dirty just in general. Mm-hmm. So, um, shopping cart theory. What it is? It's basically the theory of every person that shops knows that the cart is supposed to be returned to a designated spot. Mm-hmm. The shopping cart theory is basically talking about the goodness or the uh, or the mentality humans have. Right. concerning it like you know where it's supposed to go you know there's no penalty really for not returning the cart mm-hmm. so since you can get away with it most people just leave it yeah that's but people that know better and you know they you know it just depends on whether whether they've been exposed to like service or whatever the ca- case mm-hmm. may be mm-hmm. then you know so like you know most people that have been in service jobs or have done anything that has to do with like fast food or anything like that usually mm-hmm. return the cart because they know the amount like even though it's a little thing it can lead to so much extra headache for other people yes. whether the cart gets loose and hits somebody cause damage whatever the case may be Facts. right Facts. so that's the big thing and uh yeah you can learn a lot about a person of how they how they go about after they're finished with the shopping cart, what they do with it. Indeed. I always thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. And I have yet I to see something that has disproved like it for it. me yet. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, it's it's strong. Mm-hmm. It is a strong theory. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's it's some it's some psychology in there yeah, I, uh, that I really like. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not, to this point, met a person that I called a friend that never returned the shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Same. Thinking about that. Right. Same. It's interesting, right? It, yeah. it tells you about the character of somebody without even telling them. Yeah. It's wow. like one of those little, it's like a litmus test almost. Yo. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's the same way, Um, it's the same way I am and the way Alicia is when we go out and we see people mistreating their server mm. when they go get mm-hmm. food. Like if I see you being trashed to your server and I'm in your presence. One, I'm going to correct you. Two, we're never going out again. And three, we're probably not going to be friends. Yeah, same. And I'm also going to like, apologize. Even if they the mess up your profusely. order and you're getting upset, yeah. like, 
still you know what i'm saying like yeah mm-hmm. like nah it, it don't it don't yeah yeah so that's the thing too I think that um, you can see a lot of character um, in 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 situations like that. So it's really, I guess it's important to just be on the watch out, or because it's certain things that can show you character more than Agreed. other things. Agreed. So, like the presidential debate. <laughs> okay, you led into that one, and I should off the glass windmill. Uh, you know what? Off the glass windmill. It's such a good. It was such a good. That's that's a ten. Man. That's a ten. Hey, give me my yeah. scorecard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's let's talk about this this debate that I didn't watch. All right, let's talk about it. Um. And I'm I'm not gonna spend a lot of time not, here. Yeah. Because there's there's nothing that happened in this debate that I didn't already know going into the debate. Of course. Both people involved have already showed their cards. We know exactly who they are. And it's also not changing Both anybody's up. mind. And it's the debate's all that Who's that part. Literally not changing anybody's yeah. but not uh mind. If anything, it's empowering Fact. the wrong people. Because denouncing white supremacy by saying Proud Boys stand by and whatever that crap he said, that wasn't a denounce no. at all. If anything, I've seen more memes for Proud Boys after that yeah, than anything. Facts, and they and what's crazy is like I can't even laugh at the memes because John, Trump started off as a meme and now he's president and now he's yeah. doing all this stuff. So it's like I'm also I'm okay. I'm okay. Soon, well, shortly after he said it, they updated their page with the motto. Right, running T-shirts. <laughs> like, for real, ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And I will say this though, talking about character. And I'm, n- neither candidate is perfect. No. No, we can admit that, right? Okay. Yeah. Neither candidate nor but I will vice say presidents this. are perfect. Right, right. For sure. But we but I will say this. I saw one clip. I saw like three or four clips from it. And um it was it was my feel. I was like, All right, hit my limit. Anyway. This is stupid. Really right. Um yeah, but someone sent me the second mm. then third clip and I was like, all right, let me watch it just to say I watched it. Um and there was a part where and man, I might be misquoting this, but I'm pretty sure there was a part where uh Biden actually took a second to acknowledge Trump's family member that passed. His brother, right? I don't know if he took a second so, to acknowledge that or not. I didn't see that part. So I can't yeah, say yay or nay on that. But but I, but I know he has as far as that. I don't know if he did it during the debate or not. So I'm not going to spread that, but I know that he has. And I think it says a lot about a person when their response to something that's trying to be said, like as far as a point in their retort is like, yeah, but your cokehead son. Yeah. And that was in the middle of Joe Biden talking about his own son that died. Right. He interrupted Joe Biden right. talking about his own son that died. Who, his own son, who happened to be, number one, a veteran. Um, number two, he died of cancer, mm-hmm. I think. And in mm-hmm. the middle of talking about that, um, and Joe Biden, you know, affirming that, you know, his son was a veteran. He was a hero. He wasn't, a, you know, a loser or a coward, um, which are words that Donald Trump has used in reference to some wounded warriors and veterans. Um Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of that, Donald Trump interrupted him to ask about his uh, quote-unquote drug addict son. 
So his other drug addict son. Yeah. Who Biden promptly segued that into, you know, being proud of him for working through his addictions. Mm. Yep. So I think at this point it's pretty obvious what we dealing with if it hadn't been before yeah isn't it's obvious now like the only reason it hadn't been up to this point is because people just literally wasn't paying attention or not trying to pay like like ignorant living like forcefully in that whole ignorance is bliss bubble yeah 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 or just being like oh well that don't affect me any so why Mm -hmm. would i care because that's the whole American motto is that, oh, selfishness is number one. Every single thing that's happened that's been uh, traumatic or controversial, if you look at it from the lens of being selfish, me first, then it all makes sense. We've talked about this before. Um, this this debate, yeah. n- no difference. Presidency, no difference. Like, it, it is why it, it, it blows my mind that he is able to say and do all of this stuff and not alienate people and not make people feel like, oh, snap, that's crazy. Because he has like a core because... that will literally blindly support him. I saw somebody the other day. And I, no, I, no, I'm no, about to say good, something, my good. bad. But I saw somebody the other day say, I don't like Trump, but I guess I'm just going to vote red anyway because they the, that party stands for more of what I believe in. What? And I'm like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Like, you are an idiot. Now, if you. Let me be clear. Let me hold on. <clears throat> Adjust my microphone real quick. I want to make sure people can hear me properly. If you are voting one ticket just because you've always voted one ticket, you're an idiot. Facts. My goodness. Now is not the time no, for that. It's never been the time. Now is not the time for that. I hate that mess. Like you need to be able to go and you need to be able to look do research about who you are endorsing and who you are voting for and you need to act accordingly and i saw that and i saw it on facebook i didn't even respond i literally just unfriended the person i was like i'm done because there's nothing else i can say to convince you like why are we here why are we here matter of fact why are you here if you were supporting someone who so starkly runs against the ideals that i believe in like what what are you, what are we doing like why you it's to the point now where politics in real life is blurred so much because politics affect real life for, especially for the marginalized right now. So you can't separate it. People's like, Oh, shut up and dribble, separate sport. And then no, we can't not anymore. We're past that. It, that point's dead now. Like we're at the point now where it's like, no, no, it's all tied together. And the less information you have, the, the dangerous it becomes. So I don't think you can use it at I don't know, man. People have always been trying to use any type of tactic or anything whatsoever to separate valid points. Like if someone yeah. good says something, but they're like a, a athlete or anything like that, they're like, oh, shut up and dribble. If someone does mm-hmm. this or like they're an actor, mm-hmm. be like, hey, stick to what you're good at acting. I saw somebody tell James Spann the other day to stick to being a weatherman. Like because of the fact that he posted something they disagreed with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, 
But like those people don't follow their own advice. Like right. if they're a weatherman, then you stick to being a regular old plumber or whatever you are. Yeah. Like stop commenting on stuff. You don't have a right to have an opinion if they don't have a right to have an opinion. Right. Like stick to your career. Don't talk. Don't post on your Facebook about politics. Don't post on your Twitter about politics. Don't talk about politics at your job at the water cooler. Don't talk about politics at lunch. Don't be buying those flags and waving them <laughs> from your truck. All of that. Don't buy none of it. Don't do none of it. Because if they don't have a right to have a, an opinion because of their job, neither do you. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm at with it. It's like Ah, I don't know, man. It's triggering. It's triggering. Um, yeah. And yeah. That, because people want to be able to, like, hold other people accountable, but not hold themselves accountable to the same standard. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. No. No, not at all. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the fact that the bullets that the cops fired at Breonna Taylor through the, through the, through the wall got held more accountable than she did than the people that killed her like i mean like it's it's like so much stuff where it's just people just moving the goalposts whenever it's mm-hmm. beneficial and people always try to like tie everything up succinctly and say well you know what the system's working to exactly as it's designed to work and i'm like yeah you're right but that's belittling everything that's icky about the system yeah and also then maybe you need to look at how it was designed to work right so I think that's that needs to happen when you talk about whether how presidency is operated, how accountability is held for officers, like all of that. I, I feel like all of that falls into like the bucket of just renovation or whatever needs to be happened. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. think speaking of that, I guess I guess we talk about this. We haven't had the defund versus abolish conversation here, have we? No, not on pie. No, we haven't. No, we have. We have not. We have not. I guess now's a good time as ever. Um, I think the reason why I personally was kind of hesitant to uh, talk about it was because both sides is very loaded, right? Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people hear those terms and not really sure what exactly it means. And it sounds like they're like, oh, well, you're just trying to just get rid of whatever, you know, and they and take they the get triggered. Right. They get triggered. It becomes a trigger word. And then all of a sudden you mm-hmm. can't really have a actual lo- logical conversation. Not the rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, that's my one. That's my Sneak one. This. Man, it's, Sneak it's, this man, today. It's fine. He's on Twitch streaming. He don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, man. Uh, oh, that's ugly. Yeah. Anyway, Kinsuk is out now, guys. Anyway, um, so, um, so. I guess that's the big thing. Okay, so let's 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 start there. Um, matter of fact, I'll start with this. Uh, someone, let me pull up this picture. I'll actually read this. Um, she, um, Alexandria Ocasio or Cortez, right? AOC, right? AOC. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's Ocasio or Ocasio. I'm not sure. Uh, but I always I say it's Ocasio, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't heard her feel, pronounce it. Right. So I'm not. Right, I, I've heard her say Alexandria before, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. for sure, I know that name. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, lovingly dubbed as AOC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of your opinion or not of her, I think me and you kind of talked about this in pre-production. What are the things yeah. that we like about her? At least, you know, as far as that, because of course she has some ideas that's not necessarily the best, but it's a fresh face. And for mm-hmm. me, you can tell that she, she's not too far removed from the struggle. Like literally, you can tell that she just part, came from it. 
So she's yeah. able to speak on it with a fresh perspective to other people and illustrate their words and, you know, communicate. She remembers. Yeah. Like yeah. she remembers it. Like it's not a situation where it's such a distant time ago for her. So when or she never speaks. experienced it. Right. So when she speaks, I listen because her perspective mm-hmm. is rooted and grounded in like that solid foundation. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's closer to our perspective. Right. True. So she yeah. opened up an IG story. Uh, she started answering people's questions. Uh, and someone asked, what does an America with defunded police look like to you? So here was her answer. She said a lot. Oh, here we go. Here we she go. She said a lot. So I'm going I'm to try to get into it and read a little bit. So her answer is that the good news is that it actually doesn't take a ton of imagination. It looks like a suburb. Affluent white communities already live in a world where they choose to fund youth, health, housing, etc. more than they fund police. These communities have lower crime rates, not because they have more police, but because they have more resources to support healthy society in a way that reduces crime. When a teenager or preteen does something harmful in a suburb, and she puts, I say teen because this is often where lifelong carceral cycles begin for black and brown communities. And she's correct. It's normally where it starts. Mm-hmm. Teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in, except for in certain specifically. True. But I mean, there's uh, there's anomalies to every rule, such as, you know, yeah. things like that. But I won't go into that. Um, but she right but she continues white communities bend over backwards to find alternatives to incarceration for their loved ones to quote protect their future end quote like community service or rehab or restorative measures why don't we treat Breck and Breck Breck BR okay she didn't say Breck I'm sorry I was thinking of the Breck show on the Hearthstone Network Um, she says why don't we treat black and brown people the same way why doesn't the criminal system care about black teens futures why doesn't the news use black people's graduation of family photos and stories the way they do when they cover white people like Brock Turner who commit harmful crimes? Affluent white suburbs also design their own lives so that they walk through the world without having much interruption or interaction with police at all, aside from police uh, community events and speeding tickets. And many of the communities try to reduce those too. So just starting there would be a dramatically and radically different world than what we are experiencing now. That was a lot, but that leads, but that leads into the question about defund versus abolish, and I guess yeah. it really leads into me still being on the fence about which one I want, because defund in this terminology sounds great. Yeah, this sounds great. Like if everyone just had the opportunity to. Self-resolve. It's just like if you work at a job and you have that one person that just reports everything to the manager. It's like mm-hmm. some things don't need to be reported to the manager. Sometimes you can you can police across instead of up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead of uh like, you know, so like it's a lot you of situations. Right. It's a lot of things don't have to go higher. It can be handled in house, you know? And I believe in handling things in house. So like when stuff like this happens, cool. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Long as it's you know mm-hmm. honor system, all that, cool. That that'd be great. That's super awesome. Bring back neighborhood watch. Okay, cool. I get that. I get all of that. Mm-hmm. Right. My issue though is that yeah, let's say hypothetically, this hyperimposes onto black communities. Black communities are able to do what they're doing, uh, basically solve crime within and and, and basically defund and and put things into like after school care and uh, well care but um, arts and schools and and all kinds of just great things and resources to keep people from becoming you know trash or whatever the case you want to say it right 
Um, and, and I put trash in quotes because that's the perception of this, right? But that does not stop or fix the issue at heart right now, which is the issues within authority. Like, it's still, like, even if this was perfect and that worked, there's still going to be one-off situations or or it's still, I feel like it would still be common for a police to figure out a way to kind of do things that they don't have no business doing. Like, it's because from everything that we've seen, we've seen a lot of folks that have been in these situations that aren't necessarily looking to be beneficial for a community. I guess I put it that way. Right. So, yeah, defund sounds great, but it still doesn't fix the issue within police departments, like the corruption that you have that's deep seated within police departments. And I'm not saying all cops bad, but I am saying that it's it's easier for you to find a bad cop right now, at least than a good one. And even that in itself is an issue. And even that in itself could lead to a conversation about legitimately what would happen if you go the other way and say, okay, so let's abolish. Now, what does that mean? And that means basically getting rid of it and starting from scratch. Maybe, um, I don't know, you mentioned this earlier, and I'm sorry if I'm taking all your points. Please interrupt me whenever you're ready. But um, but you mentioned this about uh, basically building from like from like from from scratch and tailoring that uh system around that neighborhood mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that would solve so many things because number one you'd have people policing a neighborhood a neighborhood and people get to see people that look like them in authority mm-hmm. which is a big thing as well like being able to just see someone important. yeah exactly like being able to just see someone that looks like you in a position of power is a big thing like you you are you've got to be like you are stone cold crazy if you think that all the black folks at wells fargo are not triggered when they saw their ceo say it wasn't black people it wasn't enough black people to pull for talent when that happened recently you 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 are crazy you are if you were on twitter you got to see what a lot of them thought about it too oh and you should on facebook too Mm -hmm. like a lot of a lot of the homies that still work at wells fargo like i saw like three people quit this week Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you got your people, person in power saying, oh, we don't have enough representation because there's not good crop to pick from. I'm like, you not, not looking. looking for it, fam. You not That's looking. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And like, I feel, I feel it. And th- this, this discussion is a nuanced one. Like you said, and super, like, super. Nuanced. I love, I love what AOC had to say. The thing it does not address, though, is what happens when, even if we do that for black and brown communities, what happens when those black and brown people walk into white communities? Because that seems to be where the problem is Mm. uh, a lot of the times, is when black and brown people are, quote unquote, not where they're supposed to be, quote unquote. Mm. What happens then? You know, what happens... What happens to the police departments then? Because that's where the re-education has to start. Because first of all, you're assuming that people aren't supposed to be in a place or you're not supposed to be driving that nice of a car. Or why are you here at this time of night when you don't ask those kinds of questions of 
you know, white people. And I'm speaking from experience because I went to, when I was at grad school at SCAD, you know, really expensive school, and I was living um, in a not cheap area of town because I just happened to find an ad that somebody was looking for somebody to move in for the summer. It happened to be somebody who was, like, I think, like, recently divorced and, you know, how not recently divorced, recently remarried and was moving in with, you know, their person and was looking to rent out, you know, the house. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I lived in a pretty great place, you know, just because I happened to catch an ad. Um, But one night I was coming, coming back home from rehearsal and I got pulled over because I wasn't supposed to be there. Literally, I got pulled over and I got I got made to sit on the side of the road for the better part of an hour while I was on the phone uh, with my fiance because I the officer didn't think I was supposed to be there. Like he, he questioned me. He was like, where where are you going? I was like, I'm going home where you live. Told him my address. Um, he was like, well, what do you do? I was like, I'm a student at SCAD. Let me see your ID. Handed him my ID. He was like well, this year isn't current. I was like, it is current. It's just last year because it says last year on it. Cause that was last semester and they give it to give you the sticker for the year. And he's like, well, I'm gonna have to check this out. And then he, and then he just left me sitting by the side of the road for almost an hour until, until the only black cop in that group looked around, saw me looked back at his, uh, other colleagues walked over to me and was like, why are you sitting here? And I told him, and he said, give me a minute. And then he walked back over. He got my license from the other dude, talked to him for a minute, and then walked back over and just sat quietly, handed me my license, and was like, go ahead and get out of here. And you know what's crazy? The fact that those stories are so commonplace. Yep. That's That's the problem. That's not the first time that's happened to me. Not the first time. Nope. I could go I could literally go tit for tat with stories. Matter of fact, here's one. I used to work at Panera Bread. All right. And if y'all know, Panera Breads are usually in affluent parts of town normally. Yeah, Panera yeah. has something on their lease where they're either near some type of hobby lobby or some type of upscale store that attracts white people. Right? Mm-hmm. Something of that nature. No, Whole Foods. It was near Whole Foods in my, where mm-hmm. I was in Montgomery. Okay. So there it is. So that being said, I was there. Um I walked to work at the at that particular time, maybe like half a mile. I'm walking to work. Cop pulls up next to me. I'm walking. I have my Panera Bread garb on. Like, I got the hat on. I got my backpack on. Hey, man, where you heading? Oh, I'm heading to Panera Bread. Well, why are you going up there? That's why I work. I'm I'm a, I'm a shift manager. Oh, okay. Got you, man. Uh, y'all got any deals going on today? Yeah, we got soups every day, man. Like, what you want from me, bro? And so I'm like, I'm thinking that's it. I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. we're good. Drives off. Mm-hmm. Circles the block. Spins the block, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Take a take take a turn. He spun the block one time, came right back. Hey man, really quick, go ahead and just see ID and see what you got in your backpack. <laughs> why? Yeah, like why? Why? Uh, excuse me. Like can can I ask why? And he was like, well, uh, that's the thing. We just been getting reports about break-ins in the area. Just want to see what you got in your backpack. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he gets out the car. And he literally waits until I empty all of my stuff on the ground in the, on the backpack. And then takes the backpack and inserts it a little bit more. And then afterwards, it's like, okay, I guess you're good to go, man. And then before he leaves, and this is this is where, hey, don't be LJ, okay? 
<laughs> let me let me preface this. Oh, you know, I remember how this ends. Yeah, okay, because <laughs> like don't don't be me. All right, uh, because this this probably won't go that well in today's climate. But after he said that, he said, "All right, well, I guess you're good to." And I interrupted. Him. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be late for work now. Will you help me put this up and drive me to drive him on a job?" And he stopped and looked at me. And while he was holding the backpack, I started putting my stuff back in the bag. I didn't even wait for him to answer. <laughs> <laughs> don't be don't LJ. Be LJ. Please don't do be LJ. not be do LJ. Not. Okay. Well, at least not if you're white. Um, not yeah. unless you're white. Yeah. If you're white, then you're fine. Don't you're, about you're that. Fine. Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Uh, but if you're a minority like I am, don't don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. All right. So I finished it, putting the stuff in the bag. I, I took it back. I snapped the bag, and I was like, it. And he was, and he opened the back seat. I was like, I'm not riding in the back seat, man. Not no. after that. And he and he and he looked at me and he laughed and he was like, "All right, that's fair." And then afterwards, he drove me to the job. And what's crazy about it is after that situation, I want to say maybe I don't think I've told anybody this, uh, but like I want to say a month later, he came into the job, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Oh, you really do work here?" And I was like, "What you thought I was lying to you?" Come on, man. It's like you've got to be kidding me, bro. It's like, come on, bro. So. Not only did know. you harass me, but you thought I was lying. Too. You thought I was lying. Like you really uh, thought I was. Yeah, we thought I was just gonna go in Panera and just chill and wait until you left, and then go and and rob Miss Susie on the corner. Like, what are you? Man. What? What? I don't know, man. Like it's just, but it's stories like that. Countless yes. stories, just yeah. like that. Just like that, and that's what I'm talking about when I say it's it's when we aren't where we're supposed to be, quote unquote. That's where it's got to change, and so like. I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, I, I'm probably on more of the the defund tip than I am on the abolish tip, but only because for me, defund doesn't end with a period. Uh, de- yeah. Defund at at best, there's a comma after it, because mm-hmm. defund is where it starts. So we got you know, for instance, there are a couple of towns in uh, rural Alabama that have very very uh large militarized gear as a matter of fact there was a town a few years ago that their police department got a tank i'm sorry but in rural <laughs> alabama you don't need a tank okay you don't you don't you go use the, the tank for it to break up the meth operation that's around the right yeah, right for me. so like <laughs> what that's what we're talking about when we say defund these police departments have these excess budgets that they don't use for training okay they right. use it to buy more stuff that yep. they show around to each other like, hey, look at this cool stuff that we got, <laughs> you know, and I, I say that like that. I'm not trying to be hurtful. I'm just trying to convey to you the conversations that I've heard some of them have and the way that they talk about it um, yeah. because it's the next it's the next cool gadget that's used to hurt people. You know, it's yeah. the next cool gadget that's used to kill people. And it's like. We, they spend all this budget money on all this kind of stuff, more guns, more ammo, more 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 things to hurt people, and they don't spend any of it on training. And if we're going to expect our cops mm-hmm. to do things like respond to mental health cases, respond to domestic uh, disputes, respond to all those things, and we don't spend any time training them on how to deal with it without pulling out a gun, then we, we have, we've already messed up. And so you know the defund thing starts there and then it start reinvest that in the programs that are designed to deal with those things 
and let cops just deal with the criminals, the actual yeah. criminals, and train them on what that looks like, and stop training them on that it looks like black and brown people. Yeah. Because that's the automatic assumption. That's why you got stopped. That's why I got stopped. Period. And I feel like if you if you properly invest into training to do things like that, right? Let's say you defund and then reinvest into those type of things, then it'll weed out a lot of the bad apples. Yes. Training will. that's what training's for. Like um like jobs, normal jobs, almost every single job that you do have a something called a day in a life now where sometimes like you have a day to kind of see how the job flow is to see if it's a right fit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what training does. It's like to see if you're a right fit. You And even after that, sometimes there's training and all types of orientation and stuff like that, where it's still the company filling you out. And then even mm-hmm. after that, most jobs have a 90 day probationary period where yeah. they're still filling you out. Why yeah. is, why is as soon as like it, why does every other job have that system in place? But then when you have situations with officers and things like that, as soon as they're done with their training, they're good. That's it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You're yeah. good. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. I don't and know, man. I, I still I feel like I don't it's. Know how oh, long go ahead, go ahead. Academy. I don't know how long police academy is. I think it's like six or seven weeks. Yeah. And like any, you know, I a police officer's salary and my salary are very comparable. To get my salary, I went to college for six years, and you telling me you can do your whole job after six weeks of training? Miss me with that? Yeah. Miss me with all of that? You yeah. Can't. You can't do it effectively. I'm sorry. Yep. You can't. Sounds a little off, and this is not one of those situations where I want you to get on the job training and no. <laughs> just figure it out as you go. No. Like, no. nah. Because one of the people that was responsible for George Floyd's death was on the job training. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. like, just Fact. miss me, bro. Yeah. Like, completely. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. nah, man. It's, it's need to be something. I do, I will say so this. I, I am more so, so on the defund, I. but keep going and do more with that than the abolish but i understand the abolish side the side of it because of the fact if you feel like it can't be i put it this way i'm with defund if if that's what defund means if you 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 divest and you put it into other things um uh communities and then also into training for that said um the police department to make them better and weed out bad apples because as it stands defund doesn't really mean that yeah. To like, at least you know, it, it, it seems like the fund is is excusing the officer's role in this entire situation, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, no, that's who needs to be held the most accountable. Fact. Fact. That's my issue with it. Abolish gets straight to the root of it. It's like, hey, blow it up. Yeah. Let's rebuild it because yeah. obviously it 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 is a it is a it is a God saw the earth and it was bad, yeah. so he told Noah, hey. Build this ark. I'm gonna just wipe this mud clean. Like that's about yeah, yeah. to me. And and also, um, if you're and I just remixed the Bible story you right did, there. You did, and cool. I still yeah. submit that that we could have some dope segments doing stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta come back. To that. Anyway, um, if you get if you are listening to this, and the term "abolish the police" really triggers you, I have a challenge for you. And I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this for y'all at, at one point. I'm not gonna do it today. I do have a uh, inf- information segment for y'all today, but it ain't gonna be about this. Eee. But but Aww. do yourself a favor, or wait for me to do it because I'm. It's gonna be very soon. 
And yeah, I'm gonna push you to do it next week, guys. Yeah, go search for the origins of the police department, where it came from. Oh, go yeah, search for one. that. Okay, and don't and don't 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 search on like some kind of government website. Like, at, search actual history. Okay, yeah, search for when it was instituted, why it was instituted, and what it led to. Because we're gonna talk about that, and we'll probably talk about it next week. Yeah. Lowest of keys, you might be able to glean that off Wikipedia, low key. Because you might but, be but, able to, but but you, but you, still, you should though, always vet your sources if it comes from Wikipedia. You should never 100%. just let it sit. That's what I was about to say. It's like yeah. as long as it's got like links that link back to everything and prove it, then yeah, yeah. you're good. But yeah. but again, yeah, and it's it's that's the ugly history, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what y'all supporting. Yeah, all right, man. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, bro. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah. I just it, it's just people like in in a perfect world you want you want you want people in authority to have an, a moral code. Yeah, but that is always the case. So it like that's the situation, and that's the reason why this defund versus abolish thing is such a big deal. Uh, that's why you know all the the protests and riots that's happening right now is happening. Um, that's why in, in, in the situations like that, and it comes up as microcosms in so many other situations as well, it really does. where it's just a police officer abusing their power and then spinning it because they have the badge yep. or the shield, if you want to call it. Yep. Case in point, Masai Yuriji or Jiri, ah, Ujiri. how do you say his name? Ujiri. Ujiri. Yes. Got it. It's like, it's like Injira, yeah, like yeah. Ethiopian, yeah. but like Ujiri. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway. Homie, that's over the to, uh, Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. bro. He won the 2019 championship and then got sued by the police officer, the police department, because they say he it's, he initiated contact and was trying to fight police officers. Got and everything worked out with that. He didn't have to pay anything, thank goodness. And the then afterwards, the it, because getting to that, jeez, my bad, you, my bad, my spoilers. bad, my bad. No, my you're bad. good. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. You're fine. No. Yeah. But the, but like Tony said, the video came out, and you see in the video, very clearly, Masai is trying to walk past the officer. The officer hits him with a with a with a with a two forearm push. Mm-hmm. Boom! Right. Masai looks at him like like yo, what's going on? And he tries to pass him again, and then the officer approaches him. Mm-hmm. And then Masai's like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> you're not gonna do this." Yeah, and Masai was and like, that's what, "Yeah, I'm the general manager of the Toronto Raptors." Yeah, I'm paying your salary yeah. right now. Yeah. Let me buy. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. And so it, it sucks that situations like this, the entire time, like, you've seen people that was like, well, that just doesn't make sense. Maybe he was just super excited and super gung ho about winning, and people trying to basically cap, which means lie. Yeah. And um and and make excuses saying, well, we don't know the situation. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. He could have done it because again, you know, he is a kind of an unconventional manager, uh-huh. which is like a phrase that we heard, which is code, by the way, yes. since there are not a lot of black managers in his position in his uh-huh. sport. Got to be able to pick up on code. But again, if you haven't had to pick up on code, then of course then you miss it. Because and he also has the extra caveat: he's black and he's African. Right. He's actually and African. He's African, right? Like he's like he like doubled down on the blackness. Right. <laughs> so, of course, wasn't the most flattering things. I remember when this situation broke and people were like, "Oh, he was just super. He was just celebrating, and then he got too crazy and probably you know got you know the cop had to do something." Mm-hmm. I remember seeing these storylines. Well, and, the and then cop, the video like, comes accused out. Accused him of like, like 
what, it was like something like breaking his jaw or something something he accused him something of. Something to the point where he had to like go to the quote unquote doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, from that, uh-huh. then you definitely shouldn't be an officer with a gun. Right. But Masai didn't even come yeah, nowhere from, near his face. A little fragile self. Go get a desk job. <laughs> Bless your heart. Like, nah, man. And again, that's not me like clowning officers. Uh, like, because it's some it's some good officers that that Great do officers. jobs that I would never take on. Yeah. Like, I would never take on, and I understand that, and I appreciate the people that are the good apples that's there. It's just, just wish you have dudes like me too, and I wish that it was some type of honor code within the shield where it, the system worked, where that if you guys actually reported the bad guys, you wouldn't get ostracized for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, golly, man, so many, so many, so many, so many education topics coming out of this right now for me, because we're going to talk about unions at some point, too. Oh, just make a note, man. I yeah. mean, you know, like yeah. we, we got we got plenty of a uh, pod to go. I feel like uh, yeah. in the next oh, yeah. few weeks. I mean, I'll, I'll one year's coming up, too. Right. Yeah. We gotta I figure got, out something to do. No, for I, I got I got ideas for that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. OK, yeah. cool, cool. For yeah. sure. For sure. So anyway, uh, so I'm glad I'm glad that uh, Ujiri got cleared. Yes, I hate that it had to take video for him to get cleared. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's one of the only things that's keeping this Breonna Taylor situation from being open and shut is that they are doing everything they can to hide slash alter what actually really happened. You saw what the juror did though, right? Uh, refresh me. Uh, the juror filed anonymously this week, or maybe it was last week to uh have the grand jury's uh testimony released mm. because they said that uh Daniel Cameron the attorney general did not accurately represent what happened mm. in the grand jury proceedings mm. so mm. and he and they actually said that uh no charges relating to Brianna Taylor were ever even presented to the grand jury for mm. them to deliberate on so yeah, it's uglier than you think it is. So basically, everybody capping. Yeah, that's what's yeah, up. yeah. In more ways than one, Jesus, mm-hmm. good lord. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. who gonna pull? Never mind, man. Yeah. I was about to say something yeah. super third eye ish, and I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> about to be like, but who policing the police? Because realize, realize, realize. <laughs> well, you know. All right, all right. When Pac said that, I was like, bro, you, you. I, I I get it. That's really dope. But man, yeah, yeah, you know, you don't know what you just did. <laughs> Every hotel in America Every about to be using that Every single hotel. Yep. I can't go a week without seeing that on my timeline. Remember, realize, realize, realize. And I'm just like, you just like the alliteration. You don't even know what that means. Nope. Stop talking to me. Nope. Oh my god. <sighs> you said you got a segment, right? I do. Um, you wanna go ahead and get to it, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and step into it real quick. You know, the last time right. I did this, which was the first time I did this, I called this the more you know segment. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm gonna. The last time I did this, which was the first time yeah. I did this. Well, you yeah. better rap, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I think, I, I think, uh, I think I'm going to uh, give it a new name. And by this, I'm going to say, allow me for a couple of minutes to appropriate your education with some culture. Okay. So. Mm. Is that the title? I just kind of want to make sure. Yeah. 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 Appropriation. Uh, Education appropriation. Yeah. 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 I I, I want that. 
Um, I am literally writing that down. That's a dope name. Okay, go ahead. All right. So today we are going to talk about good schools. Okay. So I watched a video this week uh, in which a white woman did an interview with another white woman from the quote unquote suburbs. And when we talk about suburbs, I mean the affluent suburbs. Um, in which she was talking to this three woman. story houses like suburb yeah yeah, right? yeah, 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 those okay, kind of suburbs sure. like a, a you know rich neighborhood adjacent yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, talking to her about why they did not why she did not want uh, lower income housing or section eight housing anywhere near her neighborhood <laughs> um and I'm have, I'm have to mute myself. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and this lady, this lady, I I want you all to know that she did everything she possibly could to wrap what she was trying to say in anything but anything that sounded like racism. And she ended up having to say, "I'm not racist or anything," like four or five times, just because she made herself feel bad for the words that were coming out of her mouth. Because she was talking about how, you know, these people just aren't the same dot, dot, dot class as we are. And they uh, they just, you know, things like they wouldn't understand their lifestyle. You know, they don't. These are like single mothers with kids, you know, working mothers and things like that. And uh, she uh, she even said in the interviewer asked her she was like well what would you say to the people who say well oh and okay so the reason why this is called good schools is because she was like we wanted to move uh, out here to the suburbs so our kids would have access to things like you know great schools and great environments and things like that and the interviewer was like well what would you say to the people who say that your kids have access to this because they have access to you know resources and things like that that other people don't have and this lady literally fixed her lips to say well you know you don't see me looking at the billionaire and saying man I wish I could have a yacht or I wish I could have a Maserati or things like that you know it just is what it is and at that point it's what it is yeah and and like at that point I cut the video because I knew I had a segment for today. <laughs> We're going to talk about the code that is, I just want good schools for my kids. Okay. So y'all, this has been a code for a long time. Okay. This has been a, a, a code for a long time for something that we as black people affectionately refer to as white flight. Okay. What white flight is, <laughs> is when white people pack up, and leave neighborhoods because black people are moving in, okay? And they go to a different part of town. You can see that in the city I live in right now. When I was young, Southern Boulevard in Montgomery, Alabama was fine. It wasn't right. It, 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 oh, you spitting right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Southern Boulevard was fine when I was growing up. And then all of a sudden, it started getting too black. And so then the white people moved to kind of north central Montgomery. And then the black people started slowly but surely trickling into north central Montgomery. And so then the white people started moving to east Montgomery. And then black people started moving to east Montgomery. And so the white people started moving to Pike Road. <laughs> yes. Okay. So and and 
all in the name of I would like better schools for my kids. I one of one of my best friends in this world uh, is he's older than me. He's older than me by about nine or ten years. He's white. He grew up here in Montgomery. He went to one of the now super traditionally black schools here in Montgomery. I can't remember if it was JD or if it was Lee, but he 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 went to those schools. He he, he grew up going to those schools. But all of a sudden, they started they started being too many black folks being around, and now those schools are like ninety five percent black. Okay, no white people left because white people left the areas that are zoned for those schools. Mm. Um, and so let's talk about this good schools narrative for a minute, because it's funny. Don't you think it's a little bit funny that there is even a concept of good public schools versus bad public schools when schools are a public service? I think it's hilarious. Shouldn't, shouldn't all, (laughs) all schools have access to the same resources since they are governmentally funded? But somehow, just like roads are in affluent neighborhoods versus, you know, black people neighborhoods, the go- the government somehow finds a whole lot of funds to keep the roads black topped and looking nice in the affluent areas. But in the areas that aren't nice and affluent and in the areas that people would consider the hood, those roads got potholes and everything else. And the city hadn't been there in 10 years. It's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's a public service, public service that we all pay for, our jobs pay for, you know, our taxes pay for, yet somehow only the the nice neighborhoods get access to those. And so you see these schools in these nice neighborhoods that are still public, but yet they got access to all these funds. And then you find out that also that private schools get governmental funding, too. They just don't talk about it. Then they get to label themselves private. And those schools also have access to a lot as well, not just because they count, not just because they um, charge for your kid to come there, but they also get government funding as well. Um, and so the the moniker of good schools is racist. There, I said it. It's racist. If you say, I want to move here just because I want my kid to be have access to a good school. What you are saying, willingly or not, knowingly or not, is that I want to move here because there are more white people at this school. So I know that the school is going to be good. They're going to have access to more resources. There's going to be more stuff here. I don't want my kid to go to that school that's in the hood because that school is bad. That school doesn't pay their teachers well. That school is overcrowded. That school doesn't have any resources. That school is undervalued underpaid the facilities are bad they don't take care of my kids they don't care about my kids there why is that the reason for that is is because we as americans and this has nothing to do with the federal government this has everything to do with the states because the federal government is the one that told the states that they're the ones that have jurisdiction over their schools and can determine what gets taught there how the funds get allocated all of that This is on your individual state, so don't try to put it on the federal government. The reasons for that are because our state governments decided to prioritize schooling in affluent areas. Code for, we're going to prioritize our white kids' education over our brown kids. Period. And so, when the next time that you think about 
oh, I just, I, I, this is a really nice school. You know, I, it would be really nice if, if my kids could go there, or I really like for my kids to go to this school, good school. Or even if you're thinking I'd really like to go to this good school. Think about what that really means. Think about what you're really saying. Think about why that school exists, why that school is good, why it's affluent. Think about that. And think about how the things that we do unsuspectingly and unwittingly perpetuate racist stereotypes in this country. That's all I got. I'm going to add one thing real quick. And you said, bro, I want to pass an offering plate. That was that was crazy. I I felt like clapping. That was that was a remarkable, astounding sixty point game you just put up. Um, crazy. I think you went like nine of nine of twelve from three. Like like you were hitting everything. Uh, it was ridiculous. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the uh, coach on the other side was cussing you out. It was different. I hadn't seen that from you in quite some time. Um, I, I'm gonna add this though. I see that and I like that. I'm going to add this. A lot of people look at that uh, phrase white flight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that can be neutered, honestly, or that could be even stopped by proper allocation of resources. You mentioned yes. this, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. White flight won't even be a thing if, like, the people that was actually allocating um, resources to schools would actually prioritize some of the quote-unquote not great schools because then there wouldn't be a reason or an excuse for the white people in that area to say, oh, well, you get a better school over here, so I'll just move. It completely cancels the argument. And so when people move, you can just call them racist and not have to have it coded anymore. Yep. Yep. (laughs) It's great. Yep. It's crazy how properly allocating resources can change so many things in American culture when you think about it, right? Yep. Man. We've talked about code a lot today on the Code Switchers podcast. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Man, that, got- that I I love that segment. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> that like triggered so much more. I want to say, I'm like, nah, you you killed it. You killed it. Let's leave it there. That's like- perfect. Um, man, really quick, bro. You got anything else? If not, we'll go ahead and get to the game of the week, and then we'll get this uh, this NBA outro. Nah, I'm get, good. Get out of here. I'm good, man. We can move. We can move. I man, I bet it my spleen if- for the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel that, bro. I'll be thinking about that. I cannot wait for this to come out. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um so <clears throat> hell is a great place. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just I'm joking. Oh, okay. Um, I'm nah, um, <laughs> this is my game of the week segment. This is how I started. <laughs> so hell specifically Tartarus is a great place. Nah. Now let me let me let me let me let me explain. Um, so recently, Supergiant uh, they put out a game. Now, if you don't know who Supergiant is, uh, they've done uh, this. Uh, what I think is a cult classic, uh, Bastion. They've also oh, done Transistor. They've done another game classic. called Right. They've done another game called Pyre. Never got to Pyre, but I did get to those other ones. Bastion, incredible game if you haven't played it. That being said, they decided to take on Greek mythology, flip it for their narrative, and they're calling it Hades. Which is why I said hell's a great place earlier. Mm-hmm. I wasn't actually saying that, guys. Yeah, Jeez. Not, uh-huh. yeah, not, not, like, not no. a thing. Not a thing. Y'all. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Super no. Um, but basically, you play as uh, quote unquote Zagreus. I don't know if he's a made up person or not. I feel like he is. Um, mm-hmm. 
but essentially he is the prince of the underworld, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I need to get out of here. I don't want to be in hell no more. So I'm going to go. And Hades, who is the lord of the underworld, is like, no. <laughs> and that, and you're fighting your way out. And that's it. Oh, that's, that's the premise. It seems super simple. But what they're able to do with this game, and this is before I even get into the gameplay, just the lore. They're able to pull on Greek mythology to the point where they're playing off Hades' ties to Zeus and Athena and all of that. So while you're playing through and trying to get out of hell, your uncles and aunties and your cousins are helping you. They're giving you powers and sneaking into you on the low so you can escape. Um, and so, of course, the dialogue, the surprising thing about this, well, we know the gameplay is going to be razor sharp. It's, a, it's an action hack and slash type uh, roguelike game mm-hmm. so of course the further you make it um you get stats where you can actually carry over into your next run um the runs don't take as long um honestly when you get really good at it maybe about a, like 45 minutes to an hour but there's multiple weapons different power-ups that you can use i've played through i think right now i'm at 18 tries and each playthrough has been different every single every single playthrough has been something different some type of different dialogue even Running into the same boss over the yeah, water real quick. <clears throat> Hold on. <laughs> Get excited. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. So white flight. No, I'm just oh kidding. Oh my gosh. Um so <laughs> No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um even <laughs> even even the dialogue, and this, this is the surprising thing about this game, the attention to detail. If you make it as far as you've ever made it into a dungeon, your character will comment on that. You run into a boss before. Um, then and you see you and you and you make it past that boss, but then you die and you get back to hell again and you see that boss again, they're gonna be upset at you because it's like, look, why you kill me and you can't make it? At this point, you're making both of us look bad. Now I gotta kill you. Whoa. Like they actually play off the dialogue of what you've accomplished during the game. Whoa. Okay. Even to the point the game even adapts to how you play. So if you keep clearing and farming the first boss, out of nowhere, you'll see a different modifier just out of nowhere. Like, for instance, one of the first people that you play is one of the um, the, the sisters of uh, Fury or whatever. I forget her name. Mm-hmm. Like, Megaius, I think, or something like that. Megaius or something like mm-hmm. that. I forget her name. Forgive me. But she has sisters. And she keeps talking about her sisters in the, in the, each time that you run into her. Mm-hmm. And so, one time you go in and Meg's not there anymore. It's her sister. Oh. And her sister's like, yeah, I'm, I, I don't. I hate that I gotta clean up after Meg. And then you have a completely different boss fight, and you're like, "Oh, what just happened?" Oh, or you get later on into the fight, or, or, or later on into like a different part, and you're expecting a boss, and then it's altered, and you're like, "Wait, you look even." And then your your character will comment on it as you realize it. Like what? Literally one time I'm playing this. It's this bone. It's a Hydra. It's a regular Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kill it or whatever and then like I lose so of course I have to go back and it's at the end of the next the, the end of the dungeon where I have to replay it right. so I go back there and as I go back there I walk up and I'm looking at the um, the, 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 the Hydra and I'm like this looks different and so as we start fighting the, your character Zachary's like wait you're a little different from last time and then he's the, the then the Hydra responds and then there's different movesets you gotta account for oh. And then each time you die, dialogue happens where you can actually explore more about the game and learn about the actual story that's going on because that little premise I gave you is not actually what's happening. Um, it is it is rapidly, rapidly becoming one of my favorite games I have ever played. 
it is easily, easily top two I've played this year. Like, or it's it's up there with Ori and Will of the Wisp, and then there's this game. And the only reason why I can't put this game above Ori right now is because I don't know how this ends. It is it is a hundred percent worth the purchase if you have PC. I think it's also on Switch. Um, I got to see what system is on, but I know for sure it was it was in beta initially, but it finally released. Uh, they released it with all the bells and whistles. It is a incredible, a great game. I have not had any issues with bugs or whatsoever. It plays razor sharp. Super Giant is technically four for four. They have not missed, and this might be a crowning achievement. This game is different. Wow. You need to play Hades. I'm gonna, Straight I'm up. I have to find a way to play that because yeah. it's rare that a game gets this kind of ringing endorsement from you. So Yeah, it's like, no, nah, this is different. Like, this game, like, immediate. I played it for 10 minutes, like, oh, this is special. And then all of a sudden, I just sank four hours into the game. And I'm like, why does it's a roguelike game? Roguelike games don't do this, they're not this engrossing. But the writing and the story carries this to like a different level. So you have like, the gameplay was fun. Like, the gameplay is incredible. Top notch. Super responsive. The different characters, it, uh, well, they're not characters, but the different um, uh, weapons and stuff that you get. Remarkable. Like, each one plays completely different. And, like, you have to play differently. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you can modify your powers from each of the gods and goddesses that you interact with. So you can have, like, some gauntlets that when you hit somebody, it impl- it inflicts doom. Which, basically, after two seconds, they take, like, an extra 100% damage. Right? That's from Ares, God of War. Of course, but you can infuse that so that, and you can also team it up with the power from Zeus so that when you punch and you do doom, as soon as doom hits, lightning bolts shoot out from the person you just killed and damage everybody else around it. Yo, okay. Okay. And that's yeah. just, and then on top of that, you you can tame that up. You can have different, like they call them specials or calls where you can actually summon one of the gods to help you for 10, 15 seconds. It is Oh, that's I awesome. cannot say enough about this game. That's awesome. It is great. I need it. Period. I, need it. I have not ran into a flaw in this game yet. Yeah. I, I, when I find it, I'll let you know. But right now, this game is great. It is a ringing endorsement from LJ. It is one of my favorite games I've played this year. I have yet to, all of my friends that have played it so far, have yet to say anything negative about this game as well. Like, we're all on the same board. Like, nah, this is incredible. Yeah, because it is. I gotta play it then. Yeah, you do. You really do. Like to the point where it's like, bro, if y'all just come up here, just play it on my PC, bro. Like just, <laughs> like, bro, just like it's it is different. Yeah, it is a great, great, great game so far. And I'm hoping that the ending, when I finish, I'm hoping that the writing doesn't let me down like Borderlands Three did. Yeah. Let's hope not. And I, well, I love the Greek campaign. Mythology. The campaign for Borderlands Three. Okay. The campaign, the DLC for Borderlands Three has been great. That almost was my recommendation this week, but Hades is different. Yeah. Hades is different. Um, I love Greek mythology too. So, yeah. yeah, they really give everybody like personalities and stuff. It, it's cool, even hearing the gods like interact with each other because you know everybody don't like everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, even when you run into like, let's say you have a power from like uh, Aphrodite. And then you get a power from Artemis. They're not necessarily on the best of terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they play off of that. Or if you have a situation where you can pick between two powers and you pick one, the other person gets upset. And Okay. Yep. 
It officially like, has my it's interest. It's so many. Yep. It's so many layers to this. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I didn't spoil too much craziness or anything. But, like, even all of that is just surface level. There's so much more here that I'm not talking about. And there's no way I'm going to ruin the experience for anybody that wants to play it. I'm just trying to implore you and prod you to go pay $25 for this game. <laughs> go buy it. It's that good. Awesome. Well, you, you yeah. have officially convinced me. Cool. Cool. Word. Well, that, that's my passionate rant. It's not... I mean, it's technically white flight because Zachary is he's trying to leave hell. <laughs> so it's like the same. You want to talk about the Lakers? Yes, let's talk about the Lakers. <laughs> All right, we're talking about the Lakers. That's cool. All right, that's too much. That's fine. Ah, uh, uh, hell. Man, See what I did there? Because uh, 80s. Uh, loopholes. <laughs> Nah, man, that, that game's great. That game's great. Uh, honestly, if you have not picked up on anything, you, you should 100% play it. I'm going to figure out a way to tie it into the King LJ Gaming channel um, because the playthroughs are kind of long. Yeah. I don't know if people want to see a full playthrough or not. I might just do, like, a playthrough with, like, each weapon. Yeah. I think that might be the way to kind of do it. Um, but we'll work on that later. Um, yeah. Oh, quick shout out to everybody that's actually came through and like sub to the youtube channel it's doing numbers right now um it's finally we finally hit our goal of 100 congratulations 100 subs i appreciate that which means now i get to move the goalposts. so 250 is what we're going for now i was going to say 200 but i want to set it above higher than higher than what i want to do because the goal is to get to a thousand because after a thousand you can monetize nice that's the goal nice. but until then you got to have a nice you know i believe in short-term goals as well so you can see your progress and celebrate your success Max. i'm a big fan of that Max. so in this case 250 is next then after 250 probably gonna be five and then after that we're gonna go for the we're gonna go for the grand because the way i'm looking at it is that as it gets rolling to that point by the time i get to 250 i feel like it'll be easier to double that up i agree so, and it's been fun because me and Tony and a lot of other people, shout out to Bib, yep. um, and Ashton and Key, um, and Matthew, yep, and Alex Spurlock, who used my tactics against me because he low key was using stuff that he knew about me on the podcast <laughs> to 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 win a match when I was imposter, and I don't appreciate that, sir. Um, so I love you, but you're gonna die, clown. And I got you. Clown. So <laughs> you gotta die, clown. Next time we play. So yeah, yeah. You stay golden over there, right? Um, nah, man. I love y'all, and it's been fun. And um, just honestly, times have been different. But every time I edit a video up for that channel, it reminds me of how blessed I am to have people like y'all around me. Amen. Amen. And like, it's like, nah, I can't take that for granted. It is incredible just being able to even game with y'all on Fridays and, and do stuff like this. Like, I love it. And if there ever comes a time where I am making funds off of this thing, oh man, that'd be that'd be a dream. That'd be a dream. So we'll see. Yes, sir. Anyway, speaking of dreams, being crushed. Um, so the Lakers are gonna win the NBA championship, I mean, guys. Yeah. Oh, this is the untitled NBA outro. It's not a lot to talk about because no, the Lakers it's ruined not. it. Um, but they're gonna win. Like, sorry. Yeah. Like on top of that, the the Miami Heat. Like, if everyone was at full health and full strength, I feel like it'd be maybe a six game series. Or if Miami remembered how to shoot the ball when they played, you know, mm-hmm. like that'd be cool. But 
LeBron and AD, they not playing with folks no. right now, bro. They not. And then Miami I, is hurt. Goran Drag is out for the series. Bam's yeah, out. He for tore like his he tore like his plantar fasciitis kneecap thing, right? What is that? No, I don't he, even know what part actually, of the body that's he, in. He tore his plantar fascia. It's the the muscle that's, that's in the bottom of your foot. That's exactly what I said. You can rewind it to you. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. You're right. All right. Literally what I said. I, I mm. almost said what, what Paul said to you last night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul hate me right now. But Paul didn't even realize that I just be trolling, bro. It's like, honestly, man, I think the only thing that I'm disappointed about about how this Lakers run has went is that they have yet to play a team that has been like at a hundred, like playing to the best of their ability. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and maybe that's because of the Lakers defense. If so, credit to them. Yeah. But I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I think it's been a lot of situations where people see the Lakers and they, I don't know if people play different because they felt intimidated. I I don't know, man. Yeah. But, but the Lakers have not had to play at a hundred percent or at full power. Yeah. Rather I say this, um, all playoffs. And they did some serious bullet dodging, man. Like, golly. Yeah. Like, and that's okay. I'm not. I'm not mad at them bullet dodging. No, it's, you know what I mean? Luck like, because it, you know, it's a little bit of luck that happens in the runs like this. I get it. But the thing that bothers me is that it would have been different if they went against the Clippers. The Clippers came out swinging. Paul George was dropping thirty. Kawhi was dropping thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, and every Lou Will was was having great games off the bench, dropping twenty. And the Lakers still won in five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like straight up, mm-hmm. y'all got that. That's crazy. I have yet to see this Laker team do something that like impresses me to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, that's a championship team. Yeah. That has not happened all playoffs. Yeah. And they haven't had to, and now they won't have to. And that's why I'm kind of upset because the bubble was too good. Yeah. For it to end, it, this lackluster. That's why I'm upset. Same. And like, it's not Miami's the, fault. It's not Miami's it's fault. It's not. Like. Honestly, Miami is reaping the rewards of, number one, always having tough practices because they always have, and number two, Mm. the schedule down there. Like, they played a lot of games in a short time. Yeah. Um, And it's just coming back to bite them a little bit right now, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, that is not to say. I mean, I know Bam's going to be gone for game two probably. But that is not yeah. to say that things can't look up slightly. All it takes is for Kendrick Nunn to wake up. Yeah, man. That'd be great because I was so big on him at the beginning Same. of the year. And then Tyler woke up. Right. And Kendrick's just like, uh, you know, I like my eight points and five rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, come on. Yeah. What you Where doing? You like, come on. Yeah. So if he revitalizes, like he, he slips into that Dragic role, mm-hmm. like he's been doing all year, by the way. Yep. Then it's different, yep. but it is it is the team the team the team flies or crashes with 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 Kendrick right now, fact, fact. in my eyes. Fact. So they they gotta they gotta because Bam's gonna do what Bam gotta do. Mm-hmm. If Bam's out there, he gonna give it his oh, all. Yeah. Like I mean, he so got like trees to deal with though. He do he do so he's gonna need somebody to offset those trees. Mm-hmm. Tyler gonna shoot. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Uh, I feel too. like Tyler gonna shoot. Duncan Robinson gonna shoot. All right. Um, low key, they gonna need Myers Leonard to kind of plug in for real yeah. too. He hadn't played all playoffs for real, for real, but they gonna need him. And because LA got trees. Yeah, even though I don't like to say his name, but Kelly Olynyk's gonna have to yeah. have to 
contribute to. You don't like Sunshine? Not since he pulled that junk on Kevin Love, man. I'm not. I haven't been a fan. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I forgot about that. And I, That's I, fair. You know, I'm not, right. I, I was never a Cleveland fan, and I, but I, you know, Kevin Love's a good dude, man. Like, and like that was just a dirty play. It was a dirty. Yeah, it was. I, I, you know, I'm all for toughness. I, I'm, you know, I grew up watching basketball in the '90s, so like, it takes a lot for me to say something is dirty, but that was dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's so. What we got? Lakers in four, five. I got I'm Lakers in five. five. I'm, I'm Miami's pride is gonna get them at least one game. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But barring five. barring none waking up, it's gonna be five. My thing is with LA is that what they like to do is play down to their opponent. Yeah. So there's gonna be a game or so oh, where yeah. the Lakers play that down. Too. That too. I think it's gonna be game two or game three. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, if they got good coaching on LA side, they know that that's not something you should ever do when somebody like Miami's in the picture, because you don't want to give yeah. a team like that hope. Yep, right. They they've literally grinded this entire time, mm-hmm. so like a, a rough fight is nothing to them. Nope. Even that like that twenty point loss like that happened like I don't think that's going to affect them going into game two did you, at did all. You see what Jimmy Butler was doing on the bench? He was literally Push looking ups. at the scoreboard and he he was just saying, "We all right." We aight. And I'm like, yeah. that's the mentality of them right now. They don't care that they lost by 20. Yeah. They don't care. It yeah. could have been 40. At they all. still don't care. They don't care if they lose by 20 or they win by one. Yep. They care about the result. Yep. That's always been Miami. They play hard. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. Um, regardless of how this series ends, Bam Adebayo is going to be a nightmare next Ooh. year for the NBA. <laughs> Boy. Because if he wins the chip, okay, for sure. If he loses – I'm actually scared for the East. Like, I don't know if I don't know if 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 Giannis is gonna get back to the finals if Bam's there. If, if Miami's clicking like that, only if he goes. I don't to know. If, uh, oh, oh, oh! Why you put that in there? Because it's already in the air. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. You catch a Steph Curry lob to a Giannis. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. yeah, I would love that actually. Yep. yep. I just thought about it. No, 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 no. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's. You know I love broken things. Let's break the NBA. I mean, we already broke it one time with KD, and everybody lost their minds. But yeah, and it's crazy because they didn't even need KD. No. KD was just like, I mean, y'all got a slot. Yeah, like that's really how that went, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond put out a hail mary, and and, and KD was like, mm, I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And you can't say maybe in situations like no, that because you, can't. you got salespeople that'll come in and close the deal, and that's what happens. Yeah, they sent four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would. Would you not have? Yeah, no. I certainly would have. I oh, would have sent for the Katie, team. for sure. What you talking about? They just sent four. I would have sent everybody. They'd be like, "Hey, hey, man, and a check. Hey, send Pascal. <laughs> like, send, send. What's 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 the rookie name? I forget his name. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, no, that's Eric Pascal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Pascal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. Yeah, yeah. Send Pascal. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Have him carry his yeah. stuff all yep. year. Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> get Katie here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel that. That's why it don't bother me when Brooklyn's like, man, y'all traded so much for KD and he's hurt. I'm like, yeah, but when he's healthy, hello. When he's healthy, he's <laughs> it's <KD>. like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't think it's gonna be a Paul George mental uh, mental block or anything nah, that happens for this dude. Nah. You seen him? Nah, you nah, seen KD him be fine. Scrimmaging already? Shoot, he fine. Yeah, he looks fine. fine. 
He looks fine. He'll be all right. Can't wait till next yeah. year. Me, me too. So, anyway, that's all I got, <sighs> man. Too. You got anything else, no, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, right. I'm good. Cool, yeah. cool. Great pod. Whip. Yeah. yeah, this is fire. Yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Hey, Code Switches Pod, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Um, as always, if you have anything that you want to leave. Uh, oh, really quick, shout out to Dion if you get to this episode. Because literally yesterday, uh, the homie Dion called me. And uh, he was like, yo, so I, I'm going back through your old episodes. And I got to the Elimination Chamber with uh, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, Martin Lawrence, and uh, Eddie Murphy. And I hundred and keep in mind, I haven't talked to him in like five, six months. Mm-hmm. He literally called me and was like, you are bugging for getting rid of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and proceeded to tongue lash me for like 12 minutes about why I was wrong. It was a great talk. Uh, so so shout out to Dion. Um, hopefully, if he leaves like a voice note or something, then that's something you can do if you go to anchor.com. Uh, I'm sorry, anchor.fm slash the code switches podcast. You can leave voice notes for us. We will actually play them on air for you, uh, and then we can address it. So, because we really do want to get like a little mailbag thing kind of going. So okay, you can also do um, that, that on would Facebook. be for sure. You can do that on Facebook as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's everything I got. Um, you can find me, King LJ, all platforms. Um, but I will link the link tree l i n k t r dot e e slash King LJ. So K one. N G E L J A Y. Reason I'm linking that because you have the link to code switches. You have the link to the Twitch and the YouTube, and you will have the link to the new project Kintsugi, which is out right now. And and free to play, right? Free to play what? Not free to play. Sorry. What's the uh, what's the other podcast you do? Oh yeah, um. Equivalent exchange with myself and uh, with Earthling. My bad. I did yeah. not mean to name free to play. That I'm is like, nah, that's, my bad. I'm like, that's dead. Nah, that's that's dead. Uh, that's dead. Yeah, and, that's dead. And, and honestly, dead I had, and gone. I it it's wild to hear me say that I haven't thought of someone as being alive in quite some time, but I have not. Hmm. Like, yeah, that was my bad. I apologize. No, you good. You good. Like, I misspoke. No, nah, for sure. Like, I mean, so. But. Equivalent exchange, that's the one. Equivalent Sorry. exchange with myself and Earthling. Yeah. Super dope. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent would recommend dope. you guys checking that out yes. as well. More Absolutely. more interviews going up soon. We do those bi weekly. Um just Earth schedule's been wild because he's been working like super dumb hours. So we have to get in when we can. So that's one of the reasons I'm ending this early, because I gotta rush over there and I'm gonna get right back on the mic, bro. So hey. So yeah. Get so in. anyway, that's where you can find me. Tony. Yeah. Uh Nightwolf. 41 all platforms k-n-i-g-h-t w-o-l-f-e 41 all platforms for sure for sure you got anything else you want to add bro yeah quick shout quick shout to t-cob uh appreciate you rocking with the podcast had no idea he hit me this week talking about it uh we just appreciate your support man um super dope super dope really appreciate you um i'll I'll share uh with you what he said off the pod but yeah 
Much appreciated, man. Thanks for rocking with us. Word. Well, I'm going to thank you in advance. Uh, unless what Tony shares with me is trash, then I'm going to take this back, I guess. I don't know. Um, no, it's definitely not. It's trash. Good. All right. I'll take your word for it. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, man, we're trying to get to, you know, number one podcast in the world. So, you know, we got to got to vet out the negative reviews. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm playing, bro. Um, oh, man. Hey, it's been fun as always. Code Switches Podcast. Um, man, we'll be we'll, we'll be right back at you next week, man, for sure. Facts. Yeah, yeah, we're getting back into the role the role of things. Getting ready for this one year episode coming up. It's gonna be fun. Yes, sir. It's gonna be yes, fun. Sir. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh, till then, till next week, guys. I bid you. Uh, what's that word? Adieu. Adieu. I, I bid you adieu. All right, go listen to our old episode till we come back next week. And go sub to my YouTube page, bro. Let's go. Do it. I'm sorry. That's it. That was too much energy. Guys. <laughs> um, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. We'll have y'all. Peace, y'all.